Y'all look, my flight got delayed. I'm at the airport trying to get on this flight. I'm gonna miss the podcast. And I brought on surprise gifts for Alex. Passenger Johnson, first initial K. It's gonna be a surprise, alright. I hope he handles it well. It's been first initial about. S. Takes me who it is. What he's gonna do since I'm not there. Please check podium up here to the side for your new seat assignment. Thank you. Welcome to the Bass and Brews Podcast, your weekly distraction from other high quality podcasts. And now, your host, Alex from Swamp Rat Fishing, and the co-hostess with the mostest, the Jabberhammer, Paul Roberts. All right, normally, you know, the show starts off with Paul's fat ass doing some kind of like, hey but uh again as you heard in the beginning he's not here and uh it really dawned on me this is two shows he's missed in the last like month and a half and he missed an appearance on somebody else's show so i think you know all these episodes that paul keeps throwing these short jokes at me i think the fat jokes are starting to affect paul because i'm pretty sure that i mean i told you guys before that he got those kardashian but Donko Dunks put into his backside, you know, the plastic surgery. Well, I heard he's heading to Croatia. That's where that flight was. And he's going to get his lips done and a little bit of a, uh, a boob lift because uh, his C cups are starting to drip quite a bit. So, but he was right. We do have a surprise guest. Mikey Balls, how are you, bud? I'm good, dude. I'm surprised yeah. I made it. <laughs> I know we were talking about that before you got on. That's awesome, though. You were on him. Yeah, well, actually, I shook them off. So this is this is really cool. So uh, I accidentally caught twenty pounds. So like, <laughs> I, I literally, dude, like, didn't fish any of the stuff that I got. I went and like scanned the stuff to make mm-hmm. sure they're there, and then I went and fished new stuff. But I'd only catch like one or two. Like if they're little, I I catch a few to see if they got big, you know. Right. And then freaking if they were decent, like I'd catch a four pounder. I'm like, I'm gone, dude. Like, right. Gone. So it was. That's a good day when you accidentally catch 20. That's uh, That's not a bad day. Dude, I haven't taken it in yet. I was driving home, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I actually caught him today, and I wasn't, like, trying to catch him. So, but you know what will happen, though. You try to catch him, and then you ain't going to catch dick. You ain't catching shit on Saturday. You ain't catching shit. Not a thing. The fish are like, bro, it's Saturday, dude. Let's uh, let's see (laughs) Esther. Well, if you guys don't know, Mikey's been on the show before. Um shoot almost a year ago man what have you been up to dude i'm trying to fish more that's why i'm like scrambling to your podcast at the last minute uh working fishing yeah just you know doing the same thing which is probably stupid because i'd probably make a lot more money if i didn't do the same thing that i do every year you know like what's what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again but, right whatever. i mean it is what it is right i mean I, your videos are still great you're still catching fucking hogs out there like I appreciate that, dude. Yeah. I've been having fun with the video. I got a new camera. I got one of those like Sony mirrorless. So mm-hmm. like now I look all fancy and I'm going to look all professional. I got all this B-roll. That's all like you put a little beat behind it. Oh, cool. fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're hitting the big time on YouTube when you start getting those, those fancy B-roll with that little fancy bit of trip hop in the dude. back. I, that's another echelon, dude. You're like stepping up. But. <laughs> But I've been having fun with it. That's that's what's kind of cool. The, the video stuff, dude. Like, unless you 
like people, some people get in a rut, but like if you're motivated and you, you like, I want to do different things, you know, like yeah. I want to shoot video all the time, but I always want to do different things. So it's cool to figure out creative ways to, to do different shit. Like, like for instance, I, I told you before we went on air, like I haven't fished a derby in probably like seven or eight years, dude. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a huge fan of like, you know, keeping fish in the box and all, like there's a whole slew of things, but I went out this past Sunday and I actually fished a little wildcat, like an evening little benefit thing. And mm -hmm. I did it because one, I didn't want to do it. Two, it gave me anxiety. And three, I'm like, dude, if these things are eating at me, I definitely need to go do it. So I went and did it and I actually had a really good time. So now I'm all like scrambling. I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to fish like a, a formal five fish derb, dude. Hell yeah, so dude. it actually made for today. I shot a video all about like pre-fishing, like what right. you do, how to shake them off, like what to use to shake them off. So it's cool because it opens up different little avenues for different kinds of content, you know? Because I mean, it's got to be, I haven't done YouTube nearly as long as you have. And I basically kind of stopped last month. Like we put the podcast out, but like editing videos, all that, because it started to feel like a chore for me. Right. Dude, It is a chore. And it's I don't want that. <laughs> like I didn't want the chore. Right. And then also exactly what you said. I started to like dread editing. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm doing the same thing over and over. And it just like, you know what I mean? I, I felt burnt out. It felt like an obligation. I can't even imagine you've been doing this for a long time now. Like, yeah. like it, it, it's got to be hard to keep it kind of fresh. Like, how do you kind of do it that? Does. Uh, you know, getting the new camera helped because like in the end, I'm a little hipster, freaking woke, like whatever. And I, uh, no politics, but you know, but <laughs> um, I, I like sort of trying to capture that feeling of being out there because mm -hmm. then, like I'm millennial, like we talked about before, like nope. for me, it's about like, I want to catch fish. I want to catch bigs, but that experience and from a creative standpoint, trying to capture that in, in a 4k frame and like yeah. render that to someone who either fishes a bit or maybe has never fished and they're looking to learn. That's fun, dude. So the cameras kind of provided some avenues. I, I got a drone too to do some cool drone shots. And Hell stuff. yeah. Um, but then the other thing is, you know, and this is maybe a tip for some guys that are watching, like editing is a chore, but it's all about how you shoot it. And in the end, when we're doing YouTube, we're the producer, we're the mm -hmm. editor, we're the disseminator, you know, we were every step of the process, which is what's cool because we're not like a media company, but we act like it. And one thing that I've done is because I don't like the headache and the chore of editing is I've tried to shoot stuff. So it's super fluid, you know, like super easy to edit. So like, it's all chronological or right. you know, I know what little cuts that I need or something to kind of render the point that I'm trying to render. And I've tried to kind of simplify that process to make it easier. So it's, it's not a chore. So it's something I'm looking forward to. It's something I spend extra time on tweaking instead of worrying about how I put all these pieces together, you know? So you're saying that you, all right. So, so how do you, how do you do that? Like, so like I chronologically film, right? Like I have an idea when I go out and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do some B roll here and then I'm out there. And then for me, it's just kind of whatever happens on the water. Are you already coming with an idea of like, Hey, this is what this video is going to cover. And uh, we'll just hopefully that the fish, you know, cooperate. 
sometimes uh, yeah. I find more so that you're kind of SOL. You, it, like anybody has a general idea of what's going on. I mean, you fished over there for God knows how long. You kind of know how seasonal stuff works. Yep. So you kind of go in with an idea, but you need to be open. What I try to do is so two different ways. One, I found that I really started enjoying some of these tip videos and stuff like that. So I'll be catching fish mm -hmm. and like think about, say, for instance, like a chatterbait in spring. And like it's a perfect topic because everybody's like searching it and looking at it. Right. And, and I'm like tweaking it and playing with it. So I'm like, dude, this is a perfect opportunity to shoot a tip video. So I'll shoot like I'll go through all the things that I do with a chatterbait that I think maybe are a little unique or maybe basic shoot that whole talking thing and then shoot a bunch of b-roll and then like boom got a video or i'll take what's cool is i got a bunch of archives so i can overlay all these old fish catches in there and stuff right. and then when i'm on the water shooting a fishing video what i try to do is sometimes if i know what's going on i'll start off from the you know from the boat ramp to the water back to the boat ramp shoot the whole thing boom it's all mm -hmm. logical and easy but what i kind of have fun doing is figuring out like a little pattern or like some little tweak and it can take like four or five hours but once you figure it out you're all fired up about it so like you kind of take that viewer along for the process of you exploring, expanding on this pattern, making little tweaks to it. And I'll kind of do my phone's blowing up. My boy's <laughs> in the water too. He's probably smashing them, dude. I gotta, <laughs> but, um, I, you know, I, I try to let the, it sounds really dumb, but I try to let the fish give me a cue and right. whether I'm smart enough or, or perceptive enough to pick up on it. And then I jump off from there, dude. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah. That's, I mean, those are all great tips. Those are, I mean, I love your process on that. I, I have had the itch again um, to kind of get back into it. Just like you said, you bought a new camera. I bought like a gimbal, so I want to fuck around yeah, with that. I got yeah. one too, dude. You can yeah. shoot some sick stuff, man. Yes. Like, yeah. like pans of like the sunrise and stuff. Dude, it's yeah. that. That's and, what actually got me fired up is like everything I've shot with a GoPro, it mm -hmm. looks okay. And then I play with this Sony and the gimbal and it's like, Whoa, yeah. I'm not that cool, dude. But cool. <laughs> You're about ready to be that fucking cool. Phone <laughs> off, dude. No, yeah. Like I got a new gimbal, so I got fired up on that. It's finally, well, it's it's raining all this fucking week. But last week it was finally nice enough. It wasn't blowing like 20 miles an hour. So I got the drone out for a little bit. And I was like, nice. all right, all right, maybe I'll start putting this back together again. I think. I'll tell you what, what really threw me off, and maybe it's something I have to get used to, or maybe I'm just a crotchety old man, um, as a lot of people like to call me, the new, uh, the internet, Randy Blockett, uh, just grumpy at all fucking technology. I hate wearing that fucking chesty. That chesty annoys the shit out of me, and I fucking hate it. I hate it, especially being in a kayak. Yeah. Because it's like scrounged up. I feel like my dick is giving off like audio cues to it every time. The wind goes through you know what i mean like it's just i fucking hate a chesty like how did you get used to it because you wear one right yeah i wear one and dude i'll be honest with you like at the end of the day i'll even tell the girl she's with me it's like i gotta take my man bra off you know like it's it freaking it weighs on you dude i don't know how chicks do that shit all day man right and you've got but, the fancy one too because you've got it like on that uh power pack right so it sits up a little bit higher well, i got a power pack in the pocket and then okay. the, the chest there i will tell you one thing i am the cheapest devil alive dude 
and I always bought like the the generic Chinese chesties and all mm -hmm. that and GoPro and I have no affiliation with GoPro whatsoever, but GoPro runs this thing where you get a subscription and then you get like 20% off or yep. something. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a treat. I'm going to buy a GoPro chesty. Dude, their chesty makes that Amazon Chinese shit. No, it's like, so much nicer. It's, like it's so, dude, dude. It's so much nicer. It has the wider Cadillac. straps on it. Dude, the again, pad is nice. Like it's, it's, it's I, it lifts so and separates perfectly. It's, it's amazing. But there's no way around it. You know who you, you know JT Kenny, right? Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so JT's the same way. I try to get him to run a chesty for some of the stuff we shoot, and dude, he's like hell to the no. And I'm like, all right, cool. One of these days, though, I'm gonna get him to do it. But he hates it too. The yeah. reason I like it, it, it's an accepted viewpoint. You know, right. like, it's funny how people gravitate towards things that, that they're used to. Because I used to have a shoulder, a shoulder mount that yeah. was sick, dude. Everybody hated it. And I'm like, okay. But the thing is, it's empowering because it it's perfect audio because you got the lapel and yep. you always have your action point. And I don't know about you, but I say a lot of dumb shit. And it, I don't know. It, I find it amusing afterwards. Mm -hmm. The only way you'd ever capture all that is with that chesty on, dude. Yeah, I've been thinking because I'm in a kayak. So I, I run the big over the shoulder, yep. right? So I run that and that one's cool. And I, I thought about running a lav mic from that all the way down the five foot fucking pole. You're going to strangle yourself, bro. Exactly. Like Exactly. So then I was like, well, how about, and I've been experimenting. Uh, there's some mounts that you can get that are forward looking. Okay. Right. So they'll sit on my pedal drive and look at me and then I can maybe run like a wireless lav yeah, those to myself. Are sketchy, dude. Yeah. They're sketchy. And then also you get the dreaded kayak nut shot where the GoPro is just right at your fucking bulge the whole time. I don't and know. I, it's kind of hot, dude. You might get some viewers on that. No, bro. my bulge isn't that big. I'm going to have to start <laughs> stuffing it. Once if I did that, actually, like I just cut to it and I shove like a zucchini down my pants. And there then you don't, go, dude. But, but I don't say anything. I just act dude, like it's normal. Do it. Dude, I should try that. Dude, that's that the fucking move. Mikey, you should try that. Throw that in one of your videos. Like, just <laughs> shove a that. cucumber down there and do like a, you know, like a tip trick. You know you know what I mean? A little tip segment and see if anybody comments on a cucumber dude, down so, your pants. How old are you, dude? 39. Okay. Do you remember the state on MTV? Mm-hmm. Okay. So back, I always tell the girl about this because I want to do it at some point. You know how they used to do like MTV Beach Party or Spring Bank Party or whatever? Hell okay. yeah. So they had a live state episode during MTV, MTV Beach Party or whatever it was, Spring Break. And so these guys did Shakespeare. And they literally did Shakespeare, dude, wearing tights and all that. But the whole joke was, and it was like a running joke throughout. The, so one guy would come out and it's like, you know, Romeo, where art thou? And all that right. stuff. So the dude's got a freaking dong down his freaking tight. So then the next freaking dude comes out. He's got two dongs going down the tights, dude. The next guy comes out. He's got a dong wrapped all the way around his leg. All the way. Dude, it was bad. Like totally like that old school kind of clean but epically dirty yeah. comedy, dude. Like no words needed to be said. It was yeah. awesome, dude. I'm telling you, dude, you should try it and see if anybody notices. You know what well, I mean? Flag. YouTube's been flagging me a lot lately, dude. I don't really? know. Really? Yeah, they've been like limited ad suitability. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't understand. I feel like you're not that dirty, right? Dude, like, anything that I say is like totally under the radar. Like, yeah. it's very sub, like, 
some level. So maybe maybe the AI is getting smarter, dude. Maybe, but I feel like because you're not the only one, and I don't think it's a fishing thing, right? Because we've we've had some folks on the show who do like hunting and they're showing like dead yeah. fucking animals and they're still yeah. getting ad revenue, right? Yeah. It's really weird, but I have talked to creators lately as of the last like four weeks. Somebody brought up that maybe it's uh they're trying to limit the money because of the new creator program that they're starting. And maybe it's a way for them to like, you know what I mean? Not give as much money because they're about ready to open it up to goddamn almost everybody. Like you're gonna need three thousand hours and a uh, I think it's only 500 subs. I didn't even hear about that. Dude. Yeah, there's a new one. I think it rolls out in July. So it'll be, it'll open the floodgates for finally this show gets monetized for like, uh, oh, congratulations, fucking, dude. Yeah, you can for like make one pennies. episode. Exactly. Yeah. For one episode and then, uh, we'll get fucking canceled again. But that's Bassimers. That's what we do. We, uh, we talk <laughs> shit. Uh, we never make ourselves viable for money. <laughs> and it, it costs us money to do the show. It's great, you know. But Paul really you got a great a model, dude. You got a yeah. great model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, when you start doing the show, and then uh, you kind of start to try to take it serious, and then you realize you're not good at that. Uh, so you just make 2023 the year of fuck around and find out. And you just do whatever the fuck you want on the show. Is where we're at now. Yeah, but I've been doing that for years, dude. And, yeah. and gradually, you'll never make a million dollars, but gradually, you freaking make a little bit of money, and you have a lot of fun doing it, dude. You got yeah. no hashtag regrets. So. Oh yeah, no, I listen. It was I did a TikTok not too long ago, and it was like, are we ever going to change? Absolutely fucking not. Hopefully, somebody wants to sponsor us, and we might have news about that next week after I did all nice. the stock, right? Yeah. So Bass and Brews brought to you by Tampax um, for all your bloody Whoa. butthole needs. Yeah, Whoa. dude. dude we're, yeah, dude. We went non-endemic. Uh, yeah, get an affiliate link, dude. You'll sell a shit ton. A shit ton of them because Paul's being such a pussy and not getting on the show. So uh, listen, Tampax is for you. <laughs> you already got the freaking bit, dude. Yeah, like, you're good. Tampax, get at me. Listen, I'm not supposed to talk about this at all. Good friend of the show, uh, Tori's the Bass and Bruce historian, said that we need to talk. Uh, we need to stop talking about hygiene products. And it's been a week since we've talked about it. Mikey, what do you think about this bait? You're about ready to show a really cool bait. I, I actually, I got to open this because I might I might need it tomorrow. I don't, I'm listening. I, I don't mean to be rude. Yeah, no, no, no. So so this is, so I, I fish in New Jersey, right? And, and we are known for clean, pristine waters. No, we're known for sewer fucking piles of water. So what I'm trying to get somebody to make me is a top water bloody tampon lure. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't like the direction this is going. <laughs> I'll just be totally like straightforward with you, dude. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I didn't sign up for this. I think it's a it's an opportunity for places like uh, Philly, Detroit. You know, you you're supposed to match the hatch, and that's what we're trying to do. Match that. Oh, dude, this thing looks good. What do you got in there? So, tackle warehouse, and I don't even know if I'm supposed to talk about this, but tackle warehouse is doing a collaboration with Bait Sanity. Check this thing Whoa. out. Whoa. Dude, I it, like the big eyes on that thing. Yeah. So I it's a glide, obviously. Yeah. But it's uh it's uh one of those and it, dude, I'm a newbie, so anybody who wants to tag me can can talk all the smack they want. But it's a glide, <laughs> it's a multifunction glide, like chop as well as glide. Uh, but uh dude, it's kind of it's kind of naughty, dude. What what brought you into these big swim baits? Because it honestly, our listeners know that um, I think eighty percent of people who get into swim baits do it for the clout, and the other twenty percent 
are usually psychopaths and they they make you know what i mean they make it really hard i mean i already psychopath. was kind of a psychopath <laughs> you know i'm not nearly as committed as a lot of people gotcha. um, for me so there's probably two dimensions one is you know it's popular so mm -hmm. the reality is is like i want to be engaged with uh, like keyword searches and stuff sure. so there's a drive from a, a production a content standpoint and yep. two like i fish so like i want to understand like there there's things are popular but they're popular for a reason you know what i'm saying right. like, people are catching fish on them they're becoming more tweaked the other thing too is it's not nearly as specialized and people are going to tag me on this but there's a lot of very like i got myself two of the kgb chad chads they're mm -hmm. 60 bucks. I can swallow that, dude. Right. I'm not paying 250 bucks for a bait. I don't care if it doesn't like make two S's and eat a carrot as it swims. Yeah. Like I, I don't play that. I mean, but, that's uh, a pretty big one. I, I do like you're, you're talking about that. It's not ultra specialized. Like I do like some of the companies are coming out with smaller ones, right? Like yeah. Six Sense came out with their their mini trace and their mini that's draw. Good. Dude, yeah. Um, and, and they are good, but you don't need like you just need a heavy rod. You don't need like a exactly. super specific setup because i feel like that chases a lot of i know it chases me out of the game from getting big yeah when they waivers. start talking about like these specialized right because dude in the end i want a bait i can put it I, I have like a dobbins fury like mm -hmm. that standard that buka told me to get years ago but like i'm literally gonna throw it on a flipping stick like i, yeah. I don't care you know like let's see what it does and yeah it. but what i do like uh, it, it was kind of a perfect storm this year on gunnersville i don't know if you watched that mlf but we have um a lot of suspended fish mm -hmm. and they're not they set up on the ledges a little bit but they set up very high and so it was kind of like the perfect storm in the sense that it not only is a glide cool but it's actually functional in this situation. So I've been playing with it in regards to that. And, and then you got forward facing sonar, which is, you know, super cool. So it's sort of it, all the pieces fell into place. So I'm trying to learn a little bit more about them. I missed my window though. I really wanted to catch some big um, spots this winter on, on a glide and I saw a window on that. But, but yeah, I, I feel like a lot of bigger names are using it and they're not using it like, you know, 100% of the time. They're not like, yeah. that's all they're using right they're not like the swim bait underground guys yeah. where that's all they throw but yeah. like zaldane is showing that like using it and then combining it with another lure which i think is a super good idea yeah like like and, and even from a content standpoint like it makes you more relatable as a normal guy because no no normal person wants to go out there and fish for fucking seven hours and not catch anything right you want to catch something a hundred percent but at the same time like you want a in a gateway an entry level and that's right. what i think like things like i like that are. yeah you know if you want to go down that path dude into the deep dark rabbit hole freaking mm -hmm. have some fun dude but like for those of us that want to just kind of you know tease the i can't say that word probably but you know like freaking flick it a little bit and all that um like wait, 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 hold on time out did you just say you can't say that i just described a top water lure that was a used tampon and and you're worried yeah, oh no no you're worried about yourself I, I was about to say this show is off limits you can say whatever <laughs> you want but you're right you should be worried about yourself never mind i'll take that back <laughs> no no like I, I i'm with you it's something that i have like a uh like i'm really interested in uh but we, we had a guest on the show and he kind of got me sparked because i south jersey we're not known for giant fish that's right or giant bass but he was talking about how he's still catching a good amount of fish on these. So I've decided a lot of people are digging into it. I'm going to dig into it. And a lot of people look up to Zaldane and some other folks. I'm going to, I, 
I look up to Mike Long, so I'm going to go that route of swim bait fishing. <laughs> well dropped. You need, do you got a symbol, like sound effect or something? Um, Paul does. He's the guy that has all the sound effects. But, yeah, so so listen, uh, 2023, you're the swamp rat snagging. I'm just going to go out there and do it for my man, hashtag RIP Mike Long. He's not dead. He's just dead in fishing. <laughs> Well, you know what's kind of funny, actually, though? Like, you talked about, like, the size of fish and that. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the few glide bait fish that I've actually caught, like, they didn't eat the bait. Like, yeah. they, they, like, ran. Or, I mean, maybe they did, but they, like, run into it, and, like, it loads up. I mean, it's got gas for hooks on it, and, like, they end up getting snagged because the reality is, like, today, for instance, dude. So, I was throwing something like this, and then I was throwing a fluke on a 16-ounce, like, hover weight so like you know you're going from one extreme to the other dude and they're eating both or they're they're aggressing at both so it's kind of a it's a weird game this whole suspended kind of deal man it's it's very like there are no rules like other than the bait being above the bottom there there are literally no rules that would blow so one like obviously i was out of bass fishing for like a year and coming back to it i felt like i regressed a lot like yeah. for not bass fishing basically for a whole year, except for one week in the pre-spawn, I like regressed, right? But now I've gotten like old man status, Randy Blockett status, where <laughs> like I just fish a fucking worm and that's it. And I got to like- It's fun, dude. It's super fun. I just want to crack jaws. Like I just want to smack into them. But like I've got to get better at like, because before I left uh, on that, you know, that year long deployment deal- like, I was hammering with the swim jig. That was my main deal, yeah. swim jig. Like, that was – I haven't caught a fucking swim jig fish in over a year. It's fucking insane. Jesus. Yeah. and it, But a lot of it's me because I'm like, oh, oh, I've got to get – I don't know. I, I felt like after not catching a fish for almost a year, like, I was just cherishing the moment to be able to sit out in the kayak and be able to crack on some fish, right? So yeah. I was like, I'm going to do the easiest thing possible, flick, shake, worm, throw it out there. I know it's slow. I'm going to piss some people off, but it works, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'll catch dinks all day. No shits given. But I think I talked about it two weeks ago. You can also get decent ones. Like, yeah. I was able to stand up, sight fish a bed, drop all it right. in, watch the shadow come in. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be a buck. And I hit her. And uh, no, it was not a buck. It was like a five, which is like pre. That's yeah. a really good fish for Jersey. But I was able to, like, flip her into the kayak. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. And I was like, of course, this is when I decided not to bring GoPros. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. And I also got to do that. Uh, also, another scenario I love is when a homeowner is watching me fish their docks. Yeah. And they're like, mo- they're, they're like watering their lawn, even though they don't need to. And they're yeah. just trying to be like annoying. Yeah. And I heard him say like, oh, you know, those bass, they've already moved out. And I'm like, I don't think so, bud. And then I cracked this thing standing <laughs> up and I was like, Yes. Yeah, they're freaking terrible up north. We used to, dude, when I was a kid, we used to skip docks all the time. And I shit you not, I swear they sat on their porches and that, and their like Florida rooms, and they were just waiting for you to ting their dock. And then they, you hit my dock. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I did. did. Right here. Yeah, and I'm going to do it again. Like, twice. don't have a dock on the water. My, my favorite thing is like this area I fish at a lot, which that's another thing too. I do need to branch out. I think I pigeonholed because I missed my. My, my river x so bad that i just concentrated on it but um like if you're gonna live there like you have to 
you have to expect somebody's gonna fucking be in a boat yeah. near your house. Like you live on the water. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand at all the thought process. And it was a couple years back where I had like some guy come out and tell me, like, I own all this. And I was like, the oh, fuck you do. Yeah. The yeah. fuck you do. And he's yeah. like, I'm gonna put a rope up to to rope off this lagoon and i was like solid make sure that happens and i was still in the coast guard at that time i was like i will make sure that you are fined heavily for blocking a u.s navigable waterway don't even come at me i used to um using government funds i'd laminate the fucking new jersey state law and the u.s law and keep them in the kayak so when they start saying shit, no i just give it to them i'm like hey jackass and i flick the shit into their yard and they look at it and they're like Oh, oh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> That's poetic justice right there. I like that approach, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you've got to out Karen the Karen. And uh, that was oh, my way to do it. Dude. Yeah. What's your, uh, <laughs> we never asked it. What, what's your craziest Karen moment? You know, I haven't had it too bad. Yeah. I, and if I'm being totally honest, I don't, uh, what do you call it? I don't look for um, what the hell do you call that? Like aggressive gotcha. moments, you know. Because yeah. I don't need that shit, and I'm an idiot too because it's good video content. Like this is like a lot of that stuff used to happen to me way back in the day. The like, buzzards, man, you were you were killing it. Videos were insane with dude, you dealing with yeah, buzzards. If I would have, I'm like, I'm an idiot. I should have. I had <laughs> I had two. One I bowed down from. The other one I actually kind of quelled, and it was a Karen, but it was a dude, so it'd be a Kyle. Right. So one was this chick told me like you can't be a hundred feet from my dock. I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me, dude? Like we swim there and I'm like, cool. There's a four pounder on a bed next to your dock. And I was an idiot because I was with my little brother. I didn't know if he was comfortable. No, and that's probably like, the right way to do it. You, I mean, you probably, yeah, that's yes, the right way man. to handle that. But dude, she, I know the exact dock and freaking, I guarantee you, if I go and fish it again, I will be calling the law because I'm friends with the law there. The other one was not so cool, actually. Um, I had a guy who followed me around. There's a lot of brush pile fishing that I do in Florida. And mm -hmm. um, he must have been one of the old timers that put out some of the brush. And, dude, I have, like, I shit you not, probably, like, a thousand waypoints on this one lake. Like, yeah. And it's anything from, like, a stick to like a shell bar, to a giant brush pile, to like one cinder block that's on the bottom. Like literally I know everything that's on this lake. And uh, I got on a pile about 400, 500 yards from this dude. And I'm like, whatever, you know, that's cause I'm pretty polite, dude. So mm -hmm. like, like, whatever, you know? And then I ran to another one cause there's another one's like 40 yards over, go hit that. And all of a sudden I noticed like he's, he's coming up on me and I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, there's a bunch of people. So he starts driving a circle around me, not saying anything, probably like 40, 50 yards out. And literally just driving, like not idling, looking for, he's driving a circle. I'm like, okay, I got two choices. I can move on to one of my other thousand waypoints or I can, yep. you know, engage. And I'm like, let me just move on. So dude, I started running around this lake, not a big lake, but pretty broad. And dude, like every four minutes after I'd stop, there he is. And he'd drive a circle around me. So I'm like, dude, what's your deal? Like, I didn't do anything to you. And he's right. like, why Why are you fishing all my stuff? Get off my stuff, all this shit. And I'm like, bro, like, I have like a thousand points on this lake. Like, I don't know what your deal is, bro. And um, I had heard about this guy and I'd heard he's not totally there. Yeah. And that there have been instances of maybe not violence, but like 
like issues. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, dude, I'm not dealing with this. I started running around, did some more pop. He kept following me. Finally, I'm like, bro, I'm on a, I'm on a tree pile. Do you have this one? They're suspended (laughs) over it. And I literally tell him exactly what I'm doing. He's like, well, no. I'm like, cool. Mark it. You know, like and so I ended up talking to him for like an hour and a half and I recorded the whole thing because I'm like, dude, if this guy ever pulls this again, I have an entire video of him. And he kind of he got chill. He talked about how these guys come and fish tournaments and beat up the fish. I'm like, I'm with you there, dude. Like, relax. And um, yeah, so I ended up deleting the video three months later because I never saw him. And I'm like, you know what? We, we made amends. We made peace. Dude, that joker showed up again and followed me around and did the same shit. Like, what the hell? Dude, you like, tried to you tried to do the right thing. Dude, and he that guy's finished last. Like, bro. And then I didn't have him on video that time. And like, dude. And then I think, to be perfectly honest, he ended up um, passing away and, wow. and on. But, but yeah, dude, it, there's weird shit happens out there. It's so like, it's, weird. Like stuff is, I don't know, you get some funky and especially with, I had a high school tournament on this one lake that I fished down in Florida. I had a dude literally like idle across. I'm like 40 feet, 30 feet from a brush pile. I don't, dude, he's with another guy and he idles over to show the guy what the brush pile is. I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? And then he's like, well, I'm, I'm taking the kids out tomorrow. And I'm like, is that an excuse or a freaking reason? Like what, what's your deal? He ended Listen, up too. sometimes I was on, um, I was on the paddler's playbook. Right. And he, he had actually a great topic and, uh, I'm going to steal it. Sorry, Drew, not sorry. Uh, but it was like your pet peeves in the fishing industry. Right. And we went through and, uh, one that I talked about though, and this happened to me where I was out on a lake and I'm hammering them. And I had a dude roll up in his tracker, and which I actually don't see a lot. Where I fish in South Jersey, everybody's in John boats because it's shallow as shit, right? right? But he rolls up, and he does that roll up where he's like, oh, I'm going to be polite and idle down. But he's going to idle down like 100 yards from me, so it actually kicks a bigger fucking wake, and I'm in a kayak. Yeah. But anyways, he rolls up, and he goes, hey, man, how are you? I'm like, good. And he goes, hi, I, I see you've been catching them. I'm like, yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, they're stacked all back here. And he goes... Hey, I got a tournament in two weeks. Is there any way you can move off the spot? Shut up. And I, I looked at him. I was like, and I kind of laughed. And he's like, no, man, like, serious, like, like less Shut than two up. weeks. And so I was like, absolutely fucking not, dude. Um, <laughs> Honestly, to be honest, now that you said it, I'm going to stay here all fucking day. And I did. I hammered every fucking fish that was there. And I'm already like, like, listen, if you're in a bass boat and you see a kayak, in a shallow spot you probably shouldn't fish there because we are going to be there we are going to beat the shit out of that area you guys aren't going that far dude we're not going that far so we're going to beat the shit out of it right so i literally it was a whole six hour trip i I fucking didn't leave basically the boat ramp area because i hammered it because he had the audacity to tell me that he had a fucking 25 dollar derby in two weeks and wanted me to stop fishing and i was just like where in your head do you think that that's appropriate behavior you know, I shot a video on that, like that entitlement. And th- there's a right way to to maybe not ask that, but to, be, you know, be like, hey, bro, you know, I'm fishing a derb out here. You mind just laying off them a little bit or something? There's not an easy way to ask that. But, like, the reality is, though, too, like, it, it, like are they going to be there? Right. Like, dude, like, 
And it's two weeks. It's two weeks. They're going to forget about me hitting them with a wacky rig fucking two weeks from now. There, dude. Right. But that exactly. entitlement mentality. And that's the thing. So the, that's, we started off talking about how I'm going to try to fish a derb. Yeah. And like, I'm fired up to fish a derb, but yep. like, just because it's something different, but like that aspect of it, dude, I'm taking a left turn like yeah. on the straight route. I'm not, this is like a one-time little have some fun, yeah. do something different, different content. But like that mentality that sort of gets generated from, from that, that, system that's mm-hmm. it, it drives me nuts dude it, like, it's it, just- i think they ruin it i really do the dudes who are ultra competitive and i'm glad that paul's not here because that's that guy right paul paul's <laughs> ultra competitive he barely goes fun fishing all he does is just a, a, everything has to be about winning right and yeah. i'm like this is supposed to be something that is like awesome to do and it's great like why are you at one fish are hard enough to catch sometimes why are you adding more pressure like fuck that and then you end up getting rude because then money's on the line and yeah somehow dudes think that if they do fucking 15 derbies a summer all of a sudden they're going to be on the fucking major league fishing tour yeah that's yeah yeah. well and so that's the other thing too because that's a scam like oh yeah when i was a kid like i thought that's that was the model you know like that's what you do and so like i'm this poor kid spending all my weekend money all my weekend time chasing a a dream that's not real dude and like that always that's why it's kind of funny because i'm coming back to maybe fish and derb and i have a totally different perspective one like i'm really interested in sort of the planning and the execution I mm-hmm. literally, and now granted, I make more money than I did when I was younger. I think that's right. the way it should work, you know? Mm-hmm. So Hopefully. I, you want my $75, you want my $100, literally, you can have that. And if I win anything, you can have that back too. Like, I want to play into the process. I want to I want to understand and use it sort of as a function. So, like, yeah, dude, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm I mean, we've. we've i've talked about it a bunch we had probably our most listened to and most hated show was when we had alex rudd on here and uh poor paul was ganged up on by the two alexes (laughs) we talked about how fishing isn't a sport and how professional bass fishing is a fucking scam it's a pipe dream that (laughs) um really like to be a pro fisherman you just got to make money from fishing it doesn't whether you're doing a tournament or not so a guy on youtube probably is more of a pro fisherman than most of the dudes in the Toyota series because they're making well, more they money. make more. I, I don't know yeah. about me. I don't, but like those guys that are like hashtag big time, they make more than those jokers by far, dude. Right, right. There, there's more. They get better sponsorship because I can't remember who said it. Um, I remember, you know, I'll probably go back, but on that, they talked about like the biggest skill that you could have to be a pro fisherman is to be good at marketing. So yeah, to be like a pro fisherman, really, you're just there to sell a product. Like that's how you get sponsorships, right? That's yep. that's how this whole business works. It doesn't work. Not a lot of there's very few guys that are making a living off just winning tournaments. It's not sustainable. Yeah, it's like five to ten percent of those guys that that are they they made their money off that. Well, and that's that's actually what's kind of cool though, because you can kind of cement a brand and hang around, and you don't have to be a winner, dude. Which exactly. Which actually sounds counterintuitive, but like. You're able to do that, and then yeah. Still- look at Mike Iconelli. Mike Iconelli hasn't won anything in 48 years, point. right? Yeah, yeah. But dude, he's not going anywhere, and he's he's in that top five to ten percent, dude. Well, no I heard they're gonna make it. a. Uh, I heard they're gonna make a Legends League, uh, an old person league, so he can take his paddle boat out on the Delaware River. So props Ouch. to you, Mike. Ouch. Listen, Mike. Are you being serious? Or 
Uh, well, no, not really. I mean, yeah. a little bit. I did get kicked off his home lake, and uh, I'm still putting my foot down. It's because he's scared of me as a fisherman. So. Wow. I sense a little <laughs> bad blood, dude. <laughs> it's all in good fun. But, uh, no, I did get kicked off his home lake by an HOA, by a Karen, who was like, you can't be here. She called the cops on me and everything. It was insane. Um, it has nothing to do with Mike. <laughs> nothing. Full disclosure, right? Yeah, full disclosure. <laughs> but for, you know, internet clout, uh, whoever wants to clip this part, like, uh, <laughs> listen, I'll fight you, Mike. We'll do a uh, we'll do a back to back series. Uh, me and Mike Iconelli will open up the the boxing match, and then it'll go to Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So speaking of, because uh, we don't have too much more time with you, but you talked about a lot of waypoints. What do you think of this? Uh, what's it called? Fish tips. Have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Tell me about it. So there's a new website, and I think it's called Fish Tips. Right? They are selling waypoints off of experts right so you can i haven't really like dug in to see who the experts are but you can go in an expert will sell you waypoints for bodies of water and it is that's the one developed by the guide right yeah but that's a creative concept though because i think that the the thing behind it was is he couldn't handle all the trips he was getting so he started dishing out like he's like here try here here and here I mean, that's creative, dude. It, it creates more pressure and it's going to be annoying for a lot of people. But like in my eye, I look at everything from two sides because I fish, but then I'm also on like that marketing consulting mm-hmm. side. So a creative idea has, you know, a lot of value on that marketing consulting side. But at the same time on the fishing side, I'm like, oh, don't do that, bro. But I mean, hey, I think, listen, you know, I think it's great. A lot of people are fucking pissed. TikTok is a flutter <laughs> with a bunch of uh, people pissed off about it. And they're always going to say the same thing, like, put put the time in on the water. You don't yeah. need it. Well, fuck it. Sometimes people don't have the time on the water. And they're like, oh, it's not always going to help. You're right. It's not always going to help. But at yeah. least it gets them the spot. And guess what? That's somebody in the outdoor industry who's making a little bit of money. Yeah. And I did like that. Is it's been going on for years anyway. Like, the years. internet makes everything apparent. But, yeah. like, dude, guys have been, like, choking on guide trips, you know, freaking shadowing guides, doing oh. all, like, all that stuff for years, dude. So it just puts it on the forefront. Like, but but like, I think the audacity of some people, because, again, there was he, – he's, like, the new punching bag. Mike Iconelli used to be the punching bag. That's, like, year one of Bass and Bruce, right? 2023 is the year of Randy Blockett. So Randy came out, and, of course, he sat on his soapbox and bitched and moaned about it in his garage how – this is bullshit. But then he also runs a service where they do that, where people pay him to break down their home lake. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who are like, or, you know what I mean? There's people that are like shilling stuff online about fishing. And then this comes out and they're like, oh, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. No, I mean, it's, it's a guy trying to make a buck. Go for it. I, I agree, dude. I, and I mean, I'm not going to lie. That sounds like a great clickbait topic, dude. <laughs> I might gap <laughs> into that a little bit, dude. Get it, man. No, I mean, you should. Because honestly, all these people are in an uproar about it, right? There's a lot of tournament guys who are in uproar. But these are also the tournament guys who like buy the $180 jersey with 19 logos on it. They're not sponsored by any of hey, them. Hey, bro, I'm think- the tournament out here in two weeks. Can exactly. you see all of this <laughs> same and i'll be like listen bro i bought this shit online These i bought this certified here's my receipt dude. exactly like this is my waypoint i bought it i have a google certificate um no yeah like i, I think it's a great idea and it, listen it's, it's not going to be the end all be all right like the fish are going to move 
all these other points, it's completely valid. But if somebody wants to spend $30 to buy all the waypoints for Okeechobee, then go for it. Yeah. Like, I think that's a great idea. Fuck it. Like, I don't know. I was on a podcast like five years ago or so, four, like a long time ago. And one of the, I like thinking about macro things, like, mm-hmm. like looking at big concept stuff. And one of the things that I noticed those years ago with it, so that was right as floor facing was coming out, but we okay. had, we had went from like a five inch, like Lawrence elite in black and white to side scan, down scan. And I was seeing so much stuff, you know, and now yeah. we have the live scope deal. And I, I truly believe, and it sort of pays, plays into this whole glide bait thing too. It's as we move forward, it's not going to be about, where like finding the fish it's going to be about catching the fish because that's the process that we we get all jacked up about and get all engaged in anyway mm-hmm. and especially with like the video game mentality and that it's more about like executing and doing yep. than it is about the process of getting to a point where you can do so i i really feel like that's the direction fishing is going so you have a bunch of different presentations you have new innovations on baits you know the forward facing is going to become better and better so it all becomes more about using i guess that technology a little bit to see them but like see them immediately not actually right. find them but like to chase them down to hunt them down and then the baits dude making presentations that are different that are new so like catching them and it, and it's more that game than it is about because you know ironically that mlf on gunnersville to go back to that dude the top five top i think even the top 10 guys i know the top five all fish community holes dude right Literally, they might have had one little sneak hole like that they rotated in, but the majority of their fish all came from community holes. They approached them differently. They looked at them differently. Maybe they expanded a little bit, you know, with forward facing sonar, but it was about the catching. It wasn't about the finding, dude. I I think everybody's up in arms, and I think we saw this with other facets of life, right? But I think we're seeing it now where prior to the internet and kind of all of this, like, all this coverage of everything and everybody's lives and every kind of technology before we didn't have that. So what we are seeing now is an evolution of fishing kind of unfolding in front of us. And there's people who are like, Oh, what the fuck? Cause I don't understand this. Right. Yeah. And I think that happened before with like the internet as a whole, people are just like, what the fuck? I don't understand this, but now things are changing in fishing of all places. It's supposed to be sacred, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Like now we have technology. We should be using this. It should be. You're right. And it it is going to be, it's going to turn into spots. Don't matter because I I can find them properly. As long as I, you know, do my due diligence on learning the gear, it's going to be how to throw the presentation or how to throw that bait, how to find that bait that hasn't been thrown in front of these fish's faces a million times. Right. Well, in a way we were always on this trajectory too. You know, mm-hmm. you went from guys triangulating using that dock in that house to Navionics to, mm-hmm. to mapping software, like to 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 the waypoint. Like, I don't need the map. I don't need the triangulation. I got the point on GPS. So it's people kind of piss and moan or they get frustrated with that. But when you actually look, what is it? Uh, uh, something is always twenty twenty. What's that phrase? Uh, the past is always 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, you look back and you can see this trajectory kind of moving forward. And really it's been catalyzed in like the past, probably 10 years or so, Yeah, like 2010 or so. Cause if you actually go back, I don't know if you've ever done this, but there's old Bassmaster and like FLW archives. They're awesome to watch, dude. Right. But you watch those jokers and they're fishing. They're like, mm-hmm. they're not idling. They're not, they're, they're, 
fishing, you know? <laughs> and freaking, you go about like 2012. Really, the, the defining moment in my eyes was Kevin Van Dam fished actually around here on Gunnersville and Pickwick, and he fished those ledge fish, dude. And mm -hmm. it was this top secret sneaky deal. He had side scan. He'd find these mega schools. And it was like 2010, 2012. And dude, right then, all of a sudden, all these electronics, all this this finding sort of became irrelevant, dude, because it was all at your fingertips. And it's transitioned, dude, so much in the past 10 years. More has changed in bass fishing in the past, like, five to eight years than has changed in the past 50, dude. No, absolutely. And then even off the top of my head, so we were talking about glide baits earlier. It just hit me. So we found that mega school, right? And that was a big deal because people couldn't find it. But now everybody can find it. And you just said yeah. they were all sitting at a community hole. So if everybody's fishing probably the same caliber of fish how do you find the diamond in that rough well maybe yeah. you upsize a bait right maybe you do the glide something ultra realistic because we know for the most part as bass get older they get smarter yeah hopefully just like people probably not um probably, but, not, no. probably not um but no yeah like so maybe that is a good evolution and maybe that's why everybody's throwing these glides all these pros are now showing it is because that's what they're using to kind of get that better caliber because everybody knows where the fish are well, and there's two philosophies too, and I've been playing with it a bit too. So like I'll go catch my five or I'll, I'll get on a pot of fish or whatever, but something I've really had fun with personally, and it relates to the glide, like the hover rig, all these little finesse forward presentations, mm -hmm. like, like you can go out and hunt a fish down. I'm right. not a big hunting guy, but right. like, I like searching and stuff. And like the, the last sort of frontier with this is single fish fishing dude yeah like going out and picking off one dude and understanding yep. what that one looks like where it might be set up and just going on that trolley and it's almost sort of a, a regression back into fishing granted yep. you're using the forward facing but dude when i do that i'll start on point a and all of a sudden i'm 300 yards off on point z and i still caught one dude i caught one yep. down there you know and they're not supposed to be there one of the best days i had this year is i started off on a community not a community it's kind of sneaky but whatever it's a school of fish you know mm -hmm. and dude i was with a buddy of mine who wanted to learn about electronics and i'm like check it out so we, we caught like freaking 20 pounds really quick like it was awesome you know cranking freaking doing everything swim bait you know I'm like, here's the deal, dude. You said you wanted to learn. Do you really want to learn? He's like, yes. I'm like, all right. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to have a totally shit time for the next three and a half hours. And he's like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, because I'm going to get on my trolling motor, dude. And we're right here now. I have no idea where we're going to end up. And mm -hmm. literally, I'm not going to put you in any kind of like position to cast in a fish. And he's like, what? And dude, I went for three hours. We caught another, like, I think we called up to like 26 pounds, 27 pounds. And I went and just picked off. Now, granted, it was based on, you know, that school initially, yeah. but I spread way out. Oh, that's There's awesome. one. Oh, he won't eat it. There's one. He won't eat it. There's one. Oh, you know, and it's, it's kind of fun, man. Like, it, I'd say know, that gives you more of a, I don't know. As somebody who doesn't fish, I mean, I fish a lot of skinny water, so none of that stuff's really going to work that well anyways. But because I'm scared of the deeper water because I don't know what the hell's going on down there, and it's just not my strong suit. Doing something like that, I feel, would like would build confidence because you can see where they're at. You're like, 100%. okay, I know. Because my whole thing is like, I don't know if there's a fucking fish down there. Am I yep. just throwing at a crawdad? That's like what it is. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Like, yeah. it, it's 100% that, dude, because now you can see – so we have a lake down by me called Smith Lake, and it's it's predominantly spotted bass, which are mm -hmm. the best for the forward-facing deal. 
So there's a period of the year for like three months, which is awesome. That literally I go out there and I granted I'll start in a place, but it's not because there's fish there. It's because it's a certain kind of structure, for instance, like a, a ditch, you know, and I know that the fish will be around there. Right. I will literally drop my trolling motor and I will never look at a bank. I will never scan for fish. I yeah. will just hunt them down one by one. That's awesome. And, and dude, I freaking end up with like out there 15 pounds is strong. I end up with like 15 pounds every time. And it's it's fun. Like it's a pursuit. Like it's yeah. different, dude. It's we we have to find, or I guess not we, you big guys on YouTube. You guys gotta find a way. Man, that, that is such a tough thing to try to convey on a video, right? Like that sounds oh, 100%, fun. Hell, dude. Right. But that yeah. is that is like the toughest thing to convey on a video because I'll watch like some downscope or uh, live scope videos, right? Where they're primarily doing that. And the fish are great, but it's hard because you don't have that like link to see what yeah. they're seeing. Like they need to come up with a way that you guys can uh, like screen, screen record, right? Well, that's what I've done, dude. Yeah. Um, I, I can actually screen record my active target, my Lawrence, okay. dude. And I've tried to, and it's interesting you say that because I've gotten two different reactions. This is awesome. And yeah. like, this is total crap. You're cheating. So I'm, I, I don't care either way. Like whatever, dude, I yeah. like, and that's what I'm going to do. But I've tried to sort of integrate, remember the old cast to catch deal, you yeah. know, like, so it's sort of a, an evolution of that. So I've integrated like a picture in picture deal. You know, mm -hmm. it's funny. He's like, kids don't know what picture in picture is anymore. <laughs> none of these TVs have that shit, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like on YouTube, it kind of works because you get it in the corner, you know, but like on the old school, like they don't. My like daughter, I, I have a nine year old, uh, about ready to turn 19, it feels like, but um, she was like uh, on her tablet and she'll like uh, FaceTime with her friends. Yeah. Why, why she's playing like Roblox or some shit like that. And she's like, it keeps saying Pip. I don't understand what Pip means. <laughs> and I'm like, well, sweetheart, that means picture in picture. She goes, dude, yeah, but old. it's video. We're old. We're old. Yeah. We're done, dude. Give exactly. Exactly. Sell the house, sell the car, live Put in a tent in, in freaking Montana, dude. We're done. Put right. me in the villages in yeah. uh, Florida. <laughs> oh, wait, but way off the rails. Vegas. If you guys don't know about the villages in Florida... Um, there's a whole new documentary. I think it's called Bubble Town. You should Shut check up. it out. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? The villages. No, I gotta check that out. Is it on Netflix? Um, I think it's on YouTube, actually. Dude, I'm gonna check that out. So, so this is uh, the uh, highest population growth in the last four years is this 55 and up community in Florida. Dude, I bet you that video is like half erotica, like it, freaking filthy. So they talk about one. Um, as long as they're inside the gates, there's no DUI laws. They've kind of figured out with the local police because yeah. nobody drives. They just drive their golf carts. There's yeah, bars, yeah. there's Ooh. bars, restaurants, and clubs inside of the housing development. I've heard about that. And then also they, it's the highest growing community, but it's also the highest growth of STDs and they're all 55 and up. And it's been that way for like years now. Yes. Dude. But now it's exploded. They said that it's uh like, for reference, uh, maybe we got some regional people to me, but uh, this community is bigger than the size of Atlantic City. It is that's a large cool. community. Yeah. That's where I want to end up, dude. I think it sounds wonderful. I'm trying to get it. They, they said they have a wait list because they'll allow some people <laughs> under 55 in. And <laughs> as a joke, but like not a joke, I signed up for it. 
Um, but they don't allow kids at all. Like not even grandkids are not allowed to visit. Awesome. It just has to be 55 and up. That's I'm there. Just get, give me a few years. Dude. They got fishing. I got a few videos. Ponds there, you know, some good old Florida pond bass. You can still fish. It's it's. Oh, dude, I bet you it's epic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how we derailed. That was my fault. This is. <laughs> no, my topic is far less interesting than that. No, no, yeah, yeah. The picture and picture thing. I, I think it is a struggle for for uh, live scope folks to uh, kind of convey, like hearing you talk about it, like right now. Like being able to see you and hear it in your voice, how exciting it is to you because it's something new is is awesome, right? But then to convey that in a 15-minute yeah. YouTube video, it gets difficult. And I feel bad because I, I understand you guys want to catch them up and it's fun. But it is also, as the viewer, I, I can only watch the top of your graph yeah. and then you staring down with a spinning rod in your hand for only for so long, right? Like. Well, one thing that needs to happen. So right now, I can only put a, I think, a 16 gig card in my my thing. Oh, so I think it's gonna be like, um, if they expand the card holding, I'll run that yeah. joker all day, dude. And I was about to say, like, like be able to put a hard drive up to it. Yeah, just put a one terabyte. Hard, yeah, stop and start, and then I can pull it off and overlay. Yeah, I think that'll be cool because it, it'll be like, um, nice. I almost said, what are the kids doing these days? Twitch. <laughs> It, it's like Twitch, dude. Yes. You know, you yes. got like the player and the game and that, and you can see. Oh, no, no, dude. Happening. That would be, that's be like, badass, one, that right? would be like, so badass. And yeah. whoever's making these should do it, right? Because as much as you do it to the tournament guys, right? Uh, I feel like content creators are the new, because everybody wants to be a content creator in fishing, right? There's a lot yeah. of people. This this would swing a lot of money that way, saying like, hey, you can screen cap this like that would be it, awesome. It's huge. Well, and you know what's cool? So, like, I, I don't. You guys got a Bass Pro up by you? Yep. Have you ever gone and watched them feed the fish in the yep. aquarium? It's the coolest shit ever, right? Wonderful. Like, awesome. Yep. So, like, to me, watching that thing is like that. Like, yes. Because you start imagining, it's like, dude, that little bright like LCD dot is a freaking fish, and yeah. I just like dart up five feet, and like it happened today, dude. I'm like. Flicking my little doodle around, doodle, yeah. and then all of a sudden, I'm like, ah, I got one, dude. Before I even like felt them on there. So like, yeah, but you only get so much. That's a really good point, though. Like if they were able to expand that, and you guys could kind of figure that out. And you're absolutely right. That's a that's a live stream cool, goal, and it's only gonna get better. This is like the freaking like yeah. the tube, like the old school, like. Dude, the, the graphics that are going to happen. People are, dude, I hate, this is pet peeves. We did pet peeves. Dude, guys that are like, I saw his fin. And I'm like, yeah, no. Like, all these guys are like, bro, I could see his fins doing fin stuff. And I'm oh. like, look at the striper. Like, you didn't see his fin, bro. Like, wait, 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 wait. They're saying they see the fin on yeah, live scope? Yeah. Like, all these guys like, bro, it's so clear I could see his fin. And I'm like, you do understand, like, it works off his air bladder. Like you, yeah. you're not seeing his freaking fin, dude. But I, on the other side of that, at some point we're going to, you know, like it's gonna become that clear. Like it's going to be like 3D. Like, dude, we'll be wearing goggles. Like, I was about to say, I go. I'm be sitting on that 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 real seat, you know, dude. Yeah. And I got freaking. I got my Sony, my my Samsung phone, like on my face, dude. And I'm like looking around <laughs> underwater, you know. I, I think the like so in the military we do have a, a camera called the FLIR, the forward looking infrared, right? And it gives right. you video footage uh that you can get underwater at a great distance. 
Wow. So that's coming. You, you could see the fin, right? And yeah. you can get this now. It's already out on the market um, for the low price of around $270,000. So, <laughs> and that's cheaper than going to see the Titanic. So <laughs> I, I feel like it would be I a good one. I was wondering uh, when that joke was going to kick, dude. Listen, I, I try not to wait. Be, I'm like, too soon. Too dude, soon. No, one, it's not too soon. Fuck those guys. Uh, two, I have been slammed with text messages, emails. Everybody in my life, because I did 20 years in the Coast Guard, thinks I know how to save these people in a submarine. And I have to continuously remind them the Coast Guard doesn't handle under the water. That's <laughs> there's no Coast Guard sub. And Are there was a politician. Marooned? What's up? Are they marooned? <laughs> yeah, right. There's a lot of uh, there was even a politician who was upset that the Coast Guard didn't uh, deploy a submarine. And the Coast Guard Commandant responded back, we don't have one. Maybe you should talk to the at Navy. Like our Commodore, the Coast Guard's Commandant, uh, Admiral Fagan, or Fagan, sorry, uh, Fagan, uh, she responded back and actually like tagged the U.S. Navy on Twitter. <laughs> like, it's so lame, dude. This is what we've come to. Dude, it's so <laughs> stupid, but I get it all the time where they're like, well, what would you do if you were still doing search and rescue? And I was like, you know what I would do? I'd take a fucking smoke break because there's no fucking way I'm handling this because it's at the <laughs> bottom of the goddamn ocean and I got other shit to handle. Like, like, what do you want me to do? You want me to do law enforcement for it? Do you want me to go arrest some orca whales that took this thing back? Because... <laughs> I'm about ready to do a whole podcast about orca whales, right? And this new rebellion of orca whales. Have you I heard about this? I feel really bad. So when Mikey first went on the show, we had this whole, we, we were kind of strict on our structure, right? Where it was only fishing for the most part. Right. And we'd sprinkle in a little bit. Um, I don't know if you know or not, but 2023, uh, <laughs> we've embraced uh, the we are the fishing podcast that doesn't talk about fishing a lot. Yeah, the Rorschach test of fishing, dude. Yeah, no shit. Like uh, Kayak Bass Nation didn't even call us a fishing podcast. They called us a variety show. <laughs> wow. That kind of sounds <laughs> dirty, dude. I like oh, it. I, love it. I, I love it. it. All right. So here's the thing uh, with orca whales. There's been orca whale attacks on ships at an alarming rate in the last four years. Yeah, but I mean, that makes sense, dude. They're pinging more than we're pinging, dude. Right, but they haven't done that before. And so there's a running theory that there's been more boat strikes against orcas. And they Shut think, up. yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. There's been more boat strikes from large tankers onto orcas, yeah. right? But what they're hitting them on is the rudder, right? And that's yeah. usually what will slice and dice and kill yeah. them. These orcas are tacking the rudders of sailing vessels. Shut up. So, like, they're cognizant, dude. They're aware. Bro, this is Planet of the Apes, like submersible style, dude. Listen, like orcas are, um, they're wolf pack hunters. Like they hunt in a group. They have like a matriarch. They are very much like a, a pack of wolves, just giant whales, right? Well, they're mammals, though. They're smart. Dude. Yes. They're really so, smart. Dude, the running conspiracy is that these orca whales are taking them out because they're tired of getting smashed by boats. So you can go online and find like, I want to say in the last three months, there's been like six attacks on boats where boats are being circled and then their rudders disabled by orca whales. I'm fucking not shitting you. Dude, this has me thinking. So like, 
you know how you have like bass follow up your lure? Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to come to I don't think they're nearly as smart as the orcas, dude. No. But I'm wondering if they're going to start following the lures and be like, this is the asshole that hooked me last week. They're come flying out of the water yes. dude, like them carp do and just yeah. freaking just cauterize us, dude. Here's where I think people, man, this is such a good transition for me. It's going to sound like a bit that I um, practiced, but I didn't. So here's where I think bass fishermen should be worried. We've been throwing these little, these little pink worms and stuff into the water for many years after these yeah. bass. They're, they're yeah. going to get smart. So when you decide to take a piss over the side of the boat, Big Bertha's going to come up and chomp down on that thing, man. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Forget alligators, bro. No. Alligators are uh, so uh, 2021. 20, it's uh, a... <laughs> Listen, the new threat to your Johnson um, is going to be bass, and it's because uh, I, I think everybody's getting pissed off at us, and that's how it's going to go. You know, you know how when you're a kid, they tell like, tell you all, like, the you know, don't freaking do that with your eyes because it'll get stuck. So yep. I grew up in Wisconsin, and the one that, that the old men would always do to you is we always go to northern Wisconsin for vacation. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know you a little cabin and stuff. Now it's all like bougie, dude, and you can't even afford to do that, <laughs> but whatever. But they always used to tell you to don't dangle your toes, boy, because the muskies will bite them off. And every year, dude, there was like a muskie attack where they come and they bite some kids' freaking toes or something like that, bro. Listen, people gave me shit about a comment I made about the redfin pickerel. Everybody go back to that one. Mikey just confirmed it with a muskie. I don't know why it can't be a fucking redfin pickerel. And it also goes with my million dollar idea where, uh, you know, how you, you know how you had that guy uh, who did river monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to do it like, the world. but I want to do it like small scale. Like, do you remember that vicious bluegill that gave you a blister? We're going to catch him. Listen, Netflix buys everything. So this is where you're <laughs> yeah, Get on it, but make your money while you can. <laughs> so for me as a kid, it wasn't that we were going to get bitten by a pike or anything. It's the lakes in Washington. We we're always worried about swimmers itch. Oh, yeah. The, the lice or the whatever. The, yeah. but, so as I got older, I found out it's like a weird thing you can get, you know, on the outside. But this yeah. is this is prior to the Internet. And I remember when my dad told me about it, I tried to look it up in an encyclopedia that's how fucking old I am. Nice. Like we went through and I'm like, oh, let me get through. Yeah, I had to get the <laughs> S book and I'm looking for it. So I just had to trust my dad, which is probably the worst idea. So he told me that it was a parasite that went up your urethra and then just lived there. Oh, that's heavy. You yeah. So with like biology and anatomy, bro. Like that's that's serious. So eight year old me decided the best way to combat this was to wear a cup to the lake. <laughs> Yeah, I was just hoping it didn't involve tape, dude. I saw no, you no, no. using tape like for for an instant there. That's a smart idea. Put duct tape over the hole. But no, I wore a cup, <laughs> and then uh, you know, unlocking a core memory here. I'm on uh, Mount Baker Lake. Mount Baker is a big uh, lake, or uh, sorry, big mountain up in Washington, okay. and they have this beautiful lake, giant kokanee, uh, all these other great fish in there. Um, but we're swimming. And I get up on the swim platform. This is like, uh, at this point, like 12-year-old Alex. And, uh, you know, there's a cute cute little girl on the side. I'm going to, you know, flex, show off my, my sweet 12-year-old bod. And my older stepbrother comes up and uh, pulls my fucking shorts down because that's what older brothers are for. <laughs> and the only thing I have on underneath, it probably would have been better to have nothing, right? 
Instead, it's got me wearing a fucking jock strap and cup because I thought that was the way. And I, I'm telling you, my dad told me that at like eight or nine. I'd been wearing it for like three years, wearing a fucking cup to the lake. Dude, I'm so engrossed by that story. That I thought that the was the best bro. way because in my head, I'm like, the way he described it, I remember my dad, he was like like nine uh, soda pops, you know, into the night. Uh, they yeah. weren't soda pops. And he yeah. drew it out and he drew basically a giant millipede. And I oh, thought no. that this thing, yeah. Oh, God, no, dude. So that's what I thought was going to swim up me. So I was like, listen, if it's good enough for baseball, it's good enough for this fucking cock, you know, insect. So I put the cup on and I remember my brother dropped him. I remember instantly he came up and tried to pull him back up because he knew how fucking embarrassing it was. Yeah. And here you are now, dude. And here I am. How many Um, times a week do you go to therapy, bro? I don't. I have this show. I go once, (laughs) once a week now. Come on, you never done any? Oh man, now I feel bad. I feel like I divulged too much. This is no, uh, that was yeah. a beautiful. Honestly, though, that was like genuine. It was in, in like interesting, and yeah. it was filthy. Like, dude, you checked all the bot. Like, once again, just end it, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, this is all we can do now. This is Bass and Brews for 2023. This is, uh, you know, the year <laughs> of the variety show. This is all we do now. All right, we're getting towards the end. I want to make sure you can go and catch zero fish on Saturday. Is that um, going to happen, bro? I know. So we're getting to the time. Uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Anybody real quick you want to shout out after that uh, After that story? No, I don't. I, don't, I mean, go check out Monster Bass. Like, I, I don't know. Like yeah. I, I'll tell you what. If you want to, come check out the videos. Like I, We have some, some supporters of the channel that are super cool. They're all dudes that I know that I'm super cool with. And try to keep it straight it's all fishing 99 percent and one percent of me being a douche well actually more like 50 percent of me being a douche and 50 percent of me fishing so that's about right that's why we love it all right mikey thank you so much for coming on everybody uh you know do all the fucking things that i'm supposed to tell you to do uh you know like wear subscribe. a cup, bro. Wear wear a cup, cup and, and bring uh, a towel i that's did right. real quick i just got a text from paul he just landed in oh.